This is a HeadGum Podcast. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So it's me and it's um, the FBI and the CIA and the Sheriff's Department and the police and the president and the Supreme Court. Okay. And I would uh, control chips. Yep, chips and uh, the forest rangers and the federales are with us as well. And Interpol is there. Mm -hmm. Uh, And um, we are with the oinkster guys and we are knocking on the doors of people who are leeching but not seeding. Okay. And we and we are, uh, you know, it's like it's one of these things where. Obviously, they don't. The law enforcement agencies don't like the Oinkster guys very much, and they don't like me because mm-hmm. we're both responsible for some pretty shady activity. But there is an even greater evil, which is Oinkster's going to oink. Like, there's mm-hmm. going to be uh, this pink piggy palace where you can get all of your favorite audio files. That's going to exist. As long as that's true, you have to seed. You cannot just leech. Mm-hmm. And even doing the minimum just to hit the limit so that your account doesn't get shut down is not enough in the eyes of myself or the law. We so find you this have guy, been reporting not people that are leeching but not seeding. Oh, or, or at least not very like, much so. The, the required ratio. Do you want to talk about some of the the the, the content you've been seeding lately? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm seeding uh, the entire catalog of one Mr. Ira Glass. Wow, that's a very long seed. Yes, and and then and there are, obviously that is a tree trunk off of which many branches exist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Partly cloudy patriot is going to be an audio file that you can see. Okay, what is you can what is from me. that? Partly Cloudy Patriot, the Sarah Vowell uh, essay collection. Do you, uh, do you know her better from her? I know the wordy shipmates. Is that ah uh, the wordy shipmates well? was prior and assassins was after, but it's at you know uh, the it, 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 it's sort of neither here nor there. Um, uh, but yes, uh, you know. Um, some of Jonathan Goldstein's, uh, you know, work will be up there. Um, wiretap and some other, and then uh, of course we got me talk pretty one day is yes, there, Dave. and uh, yes, when you are engulfed in that's my flames Dave. When people and, say I'm going to see Dave, yeah, I'm, I'm camping to, out, uh, man. I, I just I got the cooler packed up and I'm hitting the parking lot to tailgate hard before Dave. <laughs> I'm gonna be fucking hippie flipping, man. I'm gonna eat a, I'm gonna eat a quarter of mushrooms and drop two fucking Molly stacks, parachute them straight to my gut, 
And I and they go, oh shit! All right, what are you hoping he plays? And I'm like, I'm hoping he does some stuff from Barrel Fever. <laughs> you know, he's got to do the Alf stuff for sure. Yeah, I go, oh yeah, got to do Santa Land, man. If he does, oh gosh, if he does Truck Buddy, Trucker Buddy, <laughs> about the urine bag that you can tape inside your leg. I'd just about die and go to heaven at that point, man. I'd be ascending into the rafters. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Handbook, Handbook. and Insider's Guide to Kicking Butt and Dropping Names in the Red Carpet Lineback Hallways of this industry we call showbiz. And it is so nice to see friends, so nice to see uh, repeat guests that we haven't seen for a little while and catch up with what they are up to. These are famous guests on the show and... Friends of ours, they've been on the show before. Uh, but they and... exist off the show as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people, uh, they listen oh, to the show yes, and they hear guests like you guys and they think that when they turn off their little box or they stop their episode, often before the episode is finished and they try something else, that you stop you know, doing what you do. But it's Just not existing. true. Yeah. It's not true. You're in the world and you're yeah. trying to affect a positive change. That is actually really helpful for you to do. Let's start with this. That like once the show's over, that you're still alive, you're still out there doing stuff. And because that would help, I think, a lot of our listeners not be as upset, not cry, not freak out. Yeah, it's Dom well, and this guy's uh, man. This is Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, I'm this Dom. Seems like a Dom. Guys, man. Yeah. What's up? What's up? Oh, man, I think the last time we spoke, we were in a different place. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like mentally, physically, we were in a completely different uh, place. But we definitely exist outside of the pod. That is, I can reassure you. Oh, yeah, I exist, baby. <laughs> Maybe a little <laughs> too much. Who... <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, you know what I'm talking about, brother. He's, yeah, a he's little a, too yeah. much. Has a there's, lot of sex. There's a lot of scuzzman to go around, man. You, you know, people people can handle it or they can't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Very polarizing outcomes with the scuzzman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm hot. I'm cold. I'm up. I'm down. I'm I'm all around. You know, brother. Talk a little bit about your temperature because you have been. You you were telling us before we started recording that you um. Are have been breaking out into like a you know a huge sweat and you'll just be like completely drenched and feel like you're burning up and minutes later you will need to put on like a big parka because you're so so cold. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. It has not it has not been going away for a couple months now. Uh, I will just uh, you know get really hot and sweaty. Uh, okay. Uh, cough. Uh, I um okay. almost is that that doesn't out. seem that doesn't seem related at all. <laughs> the coughing? for most people, I don't. Maybe this is just me. Being hot doesn't make me cough. Oh, I disagree. Okay, I disagree. Oh, when I you get that heat cough, that like okay, oh, oh, is it hot in here? Oh, yeah, man. Are you doing yeah. it? Are you doing it right? Because uh, Discuss, a lot of people kind of. The scuzzman kind of coughs to release the hot air. Like, it's a way of cooling himself off, right. oh, is what I've realized. Okay. Like, almost like a smokestack kind of. If it doesn't wow. It's like dogs panting. when You know, when you see a mm-hmm. dog panting and they got their tongue. <laughs> that's them cooling themselves down. Okay. Exactly. Because dogs don't, dogs don't sweat. 
we we checked. They don't sweat in their fur or on their body at all. That's just how they have to cool themselves down. And the Scuzzman's the same way. Well, he does sweat. He's he talked said, a lot about he just sweating. Just said a second ago that he's very I, hot so, and sweaty. But he doesn't. Yeah. But the what he calls sweat, I don't think it's, is it's a different what normal thing. people. I, it's different. I just think okay. he's unlocked something where it's like, okay, so we see these animals, these incredibly intelligent animals, the dog, who has found a method of cooling themselves down, and we go, well, we sweat, so we won't also take advantage of this other thing that exists that we've seen it be effective. So, like, why, because you sweat, don't you also pant and ultimately cough a lot, hard and loud, in order to help cool yourself down quicker? And with Scuzzman, I think we found, you know, maybe the reason is it's almost too effective because then you do get so cold that you fall asleep. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I'm <laughs> I'm asleep a lot, a lot of the times. Like, every every waking hour of the day, I'm kind of okay. asleep. Not, don't call them waking, waking hours. We've yeah, talked about any, this. Yeah. Anything don't, else. Yeah, that's what you just call it. That's what you call it. Waking hours. You know, it's you know, people, you they, they know the what I'm saying. time when you're asleep. That's when not you what sleep, you call it. you're up for waking hours and no. you're just out for the count. <laughs> when you're asleep, you're not up. You're, oh. you're asleep. Well, uh, I sleep. Hayes, you're going to go up. round and round with the Scuzzman about this. I've tried. Okay. I've tried to get him to see this this kind I, of way of looking uh, hey, at Hayes, the word wake. Well, Hayes saw the bull today and said, uh, "I'll have one order of the horns, please." Uh, I mean, you just <laughs> so, have yeah. your oh yeah, for yeah, what yeah, like said, just for, to help to help new <laughs> listeners. Uh, Dom and the Scuzzman have been on the show many times. What I think would actually be helpful is to kind of like. Explain some of the lore behind the, your appearances on the show. I would actually love to hear Scuzzman recount just like as much of his kind of personal backstory and the, the the kind of stories that you've told and experienced on the show as as you can. Like I would just love to hear your kind of summary of it. And am I seeing a Pepsi can behind you as well, Scuzzman? Looks yeah. like a Diet Pepsi. Yeah, Diet Pepsi. Uh, feel free to talk about that as well. Okay. It's well. full. <laughs> Unopened. <laughs> it does not look cold. He's been no. saving that pe- Pepsi for a special occasion. It is getting hot. It is, it is heated up. It was cold earlier. What happened was is that I went to a vending machine and I found out that this is ex- expired. I don't know if you could see right there. Okay. April 2020. Mm-hmm. And you know me, I don't like to drink expired drinks. That's the one thing that Scuzzman does not like to do. Okay, so this is... This you is, do it, is, but you don't like it. I do yeah, it. He doesn't like it I at do all. It if I, I do it if I have to, like if I'm forced to, but I don't like to do it. For like a radio show or something. Like a radio show on a doctor's appointment, or sometimes people come up to the street like fans of mine, and they're like, "You have to drink this; it's expired, and I have to do it." But I don't it like it. It looked like that can you have actually expired on four twenty twenty twenty? It did apparently. <laughs> but and I got to drink it, man. <laughs> Shit, really? Just drink, yeah. Fuck, man. Oh, Could be no. fun to, to drink it on the show. Oh wow! <laughs> oh, this boy. is an important All right. Pepsi well, to him. This is gonna be cha- a good episode. You challenged me. So here, bottoms up. Oh, oh boy. wow! He took what a little and sip. I can hear how thick it is. It sounds thick. It tastes expired. That's for sure. Hey, I'm drinking it though. Show your listeners, viewers. 
It's going down. Okay. All right, but Ooh. yeah, get get into your lore because ah, I we, yeah, we already have a little bit that. Ooh. <laughs> okay, what? <laughs> let's Sorry. talk about yeah, just Sorry, like some of dizzy. your some of your backstory. Uh, All right, well, yeah. well, the Scuzz man, as you know, I live on the beach. I live in a school bus. Mm-hmm. The um, Scuzz bus, that's right. The Scuzz bus. Uh, you know, uh, writing movies uh, with this guy down here. Uh, making movies, doing movies. Um, what else did I do? That's four episodes, I think, worth of. <laughs> well, there's two big Lore. movies we did. Four, yeah. four. Damn! Wow, time flies. <laughs> now you're just now you're just drinking it recreationally. <laughs> well, I, yeah, the I, first sip's always really important, and then after that, you, it just the sips become less. It becomes more casual. <laughs> Put a can of liquid uh, in front of me, and I'll start drinking. Okay. Um, you, I mean, I think it. What, like, Dom? Maybe you can fill some of the stuff in. The last time yeah. we talked to you was closer to the beginning of of the pandemic, which was affecting you in the in different ways. We had just locked down in the Scuzz bus. We mm-hmm. had we were just on the cusp of shooting what wound up becoming a. a it's an incomplete film. Beach blanket bingo romp was what we mm-hmm. and we read a piece, part of the script here on the show, yeah. and we got some great feedback from you guys. Um, but unfortunately, it just didn't wind up kind of coming together the way we thought. Pre-production was awesome, but the production right. kind of you process. Met, yes, I recall that. I that. remember. <laughs> yeah. Pre-production had gone it was a really, really well. successful. Pre-production, everything was teed up like just so we were teed up for success with just a great crew that Scuzzman kind of reamed out uh, at the rap party, the pre-production rap party. And so when we went to shoot, there just wasn't the crew, there wasn't the infrastructure, and that just the a lot of the kind of clarity issues that you guys brought to light in the story were just, frankly, insurmountable. Um, so mm-hmm. we kind of okay. took a step back a little bit and said, like, okay, we've written movies, we've kind of conquered that, we have this one setback, maybe we try to figure out where Hollywood's headed instead of like trying to play catch up, you know? And mm-hmm. that's when I realized Scuzzman kind of, he has a great investment mind. If I yeah. hope you don't mind my saying that Scuzzman. No, 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 please do. I've been making lots of investments. Fucking stock market. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. When he discovered the stock market, that was like a real like that lights took him on. into hyperdrive. Yeah, from where he had yeah. been obviously already a very good investor, and then the stock market <laughs> was like pouring gasoline on a roaring flame because that allowed him to invest so much more efficiently and effectively. Uh, the thing I was curious about, Scuzzman, is I know that you um, obviously COVID created a a a lot of tragedy, um, but there also was, as you mentioned to me, a lot of opportunity. Particularly, there was a great need for testing, and you devised a rapid test. I think you called yeah. it a super rapid test because it was even faster than the 10-minute one. And um, a lot of people who didn't want the nasal option or even the saliva swab, you were willing to stick it up their butt. Yeah. Yeah, I was willing to stick it up their butt because, you know, uh, in a previous life, I uh, have been a nurse and <laughs> I okay. uh, am used to <laughs> administering tests like this. 
Um, I, I don't know. You know, I, I don't know if you guys knew that about me, but I was a nurse in a previous life. Um, yeah. and, uh, I, um, yeah, i I developed a test cause I had COVID a bunch, like, you know, yeah, you six had or it. seven Even times. By the time we, we saw you, you had already had it multiple times. Yeah. When we were I, recording, he was in a little bit of denial about like the last, yeah. but I mean, he definitely, we wound up kind of taking one okay. of the regular rapid tests. But uh, what yeah. better opportunity? I mean, like it's, you know, uh, obviously you weren't endangering um, any sort of like lab rat or anything. You you knew that you had it and you were able to test. And when that test came back positive, you said, OK, this works because I know I definitely have it right now. Yeah, I, And I believe you were able to then get even more involved in the film industry because there were a lot of sets that started using your testing company. Uh, it sounds like you were making money hand over fist. Oh, yeah, man. I was doing the COVID protocols and everything and getting all these big, big names to get let me fucking stick it up their ass, baby, and test them for the COVID. <laughs> yeah, I was raking it in, raking Wait, mission, it in. Mission Impossible was you. I believe you were the person mission, Tom Cruise was yelling at. Is this he, right? Yeah, he was yelling at me because I was taking a little break. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know, a mass break. I was taking, <laughs> yeah, I was taking a mass break because I can't breathe. I needed to. I need, you know, mm-hmm. I needed a. I needed a moment. That's to you were wearing a T-shirt that said that. I remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On set, I, I, I had T-shirts. I had shorts and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, I can't and breathe. Shorts. I was mm-hmm. trying was on the booty. I, I was trying. <laughs> I was trying to like. You know, give them a message and show them what you know what I'm all about. Well, uh, it's, I, I be I it, I've spoken to you a little bit about. I don't know how much you want to say, but I know that like when when you talked to me, you said that you needed a lot of mask breaks because it was very hard for you to breathe through the mask, particularly because you had COVID. Yeah, and so that you know that already mm-hmm. was making it really hard to breathe. Um, oh, yeah. But I suppose Tom is not going to take that as a valid explanation in fact no, he probably he, would not want to hear that at all no he did not like that hey, he did not like that and and he was like how how do you how do you have covid too and i was like hey man i, can't I feel like tom was in the room tom, did tom just come in i mean honestly scuzzman yeah, the mimicry one. i've been working on that one mr everybody tom said that to him and tom said that to him in front of everyone he said how do you have it too and I was just like mortifying for Scott. Yeah, and now. what was that? Was that in reference to like that he also had? Co- I don't, why did he say two? In <laughs> addition I'm, to having I'm his testing, mask off and I'm being a ba- lazy tester. Yeah. 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 Oh, I see. He's like, you're yeah. testing and you have it too? Like, that was what he was saying. Yeah. But he even admitted okay. afterward that he phrased it awkwardly. Like, he apologized to everybody. He was so he, angry, yeah. He yeah. said, I'm usually so articulate. And I think that he actually wanted that edited out of the sound clip that was released of him. Yelling at Scuzzman because it, it it really didn't fit with um, some of the other points that he made. I have the recording. I have the original, and I'm thinking about releasing it again to make money off of that. See, well, you know, wow. I'm just, I just, I just have so many income streams right now. It's just like it's uh, it's all coming up Scuzz. Uh, I'll tell you that much. But I've heard the original recording, and I, I actually would advise against you releasing it because the the stuff that you're interjecting in between Tom, where you're saying like, "Why are you so stressed out, man? The test doesn't even fucking work anyway," 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me put it up your butt. Yeah. Yeah, I'll stick it up your butt. It's going to turn See green what? or blue, and they honestly look kind of the same. I just kind of feel it out whether I think the person is positive and then I and then I hit them with the stamp if they are and and I and you also were talking about stuff that was just unrelated like opinions you had that I I don't think it would be to your benefit to to share that that unedited audio. Oh, oh no, I disagree, man. I disagree. I mean, people got to hear what I got to say. You know, pe- people got to I'm sorry. Sorry, my old lady's coming in. Um, Scuzzman. This is another one, Scuzzman? Yeah. yeah. Hey. hey, man. You know, that's... Uh, that's. <laughs> is that her? <laughs> they just keep coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's her. She's a dog. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, when you use the word old... When you say old lady, it's, yeah. it, it, conf- it, it leads people to believe that it's, it's a woman. Well, this happens at restaurants. This happens all. You said, hold on, my old lady's parking the car. And then the dog comes in, and everyone's shocked. Yeah, hands okay. you its own leash and says, "Yeah, well, let's have some steak." I mean, in barks, it says that. Yeah, yeah, no, she doesn't <laughs> speak English, not yet. But I she does drive only, a car. <laughs> the only financial setback I feel like you've had, Scuzzman, was when because with all those tests, right? Like all, everything that he was kind of putting up people's butts mm-hmm. he was sending that off to a lab and the lab okay. we had never really corresponded with before that like their kind of first knowledge that scuzzman existed was when these these they started swabs okay. started showing up and they all were marked urgent they were all marked super rapid need immediately mm-hmm. friends of tom and mm-hmm. and they they obviously were like we're not going to test this and they had a whole it was a whole kind of drawn out thing tom cruise yeah, Tom Cruise. Yes, yeah, sorry, friends of Tom Cruise. So but, uh, that that case was thrown out. <laughs> so okay. the lab, yeah, the the lab uh, didn't exactly know how to handle it. That must have been disconcerting for them. Uh, also, at a time when most labs were overworked already, mm-hmm. um, they yeah. got a sounds like a huge crate of butt swabs every day. Yeah, from but the pretty safe, from the scuzz you figured this out that these tests were basically like a hundred percent effective because if you are administering them and you're just like in proximity of the person getting the test, then they, they're they going to be positive. COVID. Yeah. Oh yeah. It raises the chances of the test being accurate to have the test happen around the scuzzman who has COVID because the test will be positive. Did you have one negative test that you gave scuzzman? Yeah, we had one negative test. But that okay. was the one that you had spilled an entire Diet Pepsi on. Is that right? <laughs> I believe so. I believe so. You know, the Diet Pepsi, just they it just turns turns the test around and it becomes negative. Well, Especially Jeff, I mean, inspired. And, you, and that led you to believe that Diet Pepsi cured yes. COVID. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Which led him to, an, and he invested heavily in that stock. Like okay. that's what led him to go really hard into Diet Pepsi because he said when other people figure this shit out, like we are gonna make some serious money. And so he bought has, like what a, a, I think a million shares of Diet Pepsi. A, a million shares of Diet Pepsi. I have. And, okay. Uh, you know, I'm just Diet I'm Pepsi, st- not in the Pepsi Cola company. No, it's, I called okay. them up and I said, make sure this is just for the diet. And they were able to. They were able to fulfill that. They order. could do that. Okay. 
Yeah, well, when you got the connections that I got, you know, it's pretty easy. Talk about some of your connections. <laughs> well, <clears throat> in a previous life, I worked on Wall Street. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay, that. but you this just is found after out you were about, a nurse. You just found out about the stock market. <laughs> in this life, in a previous life. Okay. Like okay. before he was a nurse, right? Before, you, before your life, yeah. nurse life. Well, so this is all literal. You're saying that in actual like previous lives that you've had, not yeah. like previous careers. Yeah. Have you heard of like the past life regression and all that? Yeah. yeah well, but also I'm like I've done that a lot. Okay. okay you know what I okay, mean? And I've had okay. live after live after live. Scuzzman okay. had me live? hypnotize him. Yeah. He's done so many. He's had live after live. <laughs> Scuzzman had, had me hypnotize him and live. regress. Into his past lives, he said. He said, "All right, you I'm going to close it. my eyes now. Hypnotize me. I want to go back to my nurse life." And so then I okay. would kind of hypnotize him. He would do that, and he would be a nurse, and we kind of have a little chat. <laughs> and then we do we do that. What did you learn? Like what? Like what time period was he? Was he a nurse in? I mean, I'm just curious about. It just seems like the least interesting detail of these conversations is just that he was a nurse. <laughs> He was just a mediocre nurse in, I think, the mid-70s. Okay. So that is actually the most interesting part. <laughs> He's just a, just a, 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 just nurse a who kind normal of nurse. Did it for like four years and then retired okay. and kind of moved on to something else. Wow. But, yeah. So the conversation sounds like it was very boring. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I remember talking to you guys around this time, and it was a little interesting that you were a nurse who ate cigarettes. <laughs> like that was your what favorite a- meal was like... <laughs> A pack of cigarettes, and you would we eat found it with that a fork and knife. Hypnosis. Okay, yeah, I could see why that wouldn't come up right away. Well, you have a, like a yeah, questionnaire it almost- where it's like, "What's your favorite color? Right. Like, what right. kind of music do you like?" And then one of that question was like, you know, uh, dream dinner. Cigarette. Dream dinner was one of the questions. Dream dinner, yes. <laughs> Okay. Fork knife plate of cigarettes is what he's is wow. what the nurse said. I think it was and, dream dinner party. So it was sort oh, of okay. that like any three people living or dead, but this guzzman as the nurse just took it to me like what would you be eating? And the answer was cigarettes. Okay. Fork and knife wow. included. Yeah. Smoked cigarettes. They have to be smoked. They have to be pre-smoked. Okay. <laughs> they have to be pre smoked. He loves that smoky flavor, yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, it's taking me back. Ooh, take me oh, back, no. baby. <laughs> To the okay. 70s when I was eating those cigarettes. Okay. Were um, you alive in... <laughs> like, in my past life. Some of, no, I, but at, like we're in this current life, weren't you alive? Did some of these lives like overlap? We've done the time. We've done the timeline. Yeah, there's a, one of his past lives overlaps by like three years with his current life. Okay. Uh, and it, he had and, another past life that's starting, I think, next week. And working on Wall Street, it sounds a little like that was like maybe during like the eighties. Oh yeah. So you, so your current life was happening during all of these uh, past lives as well. Right, right, right. Um, okay. Yeah, Scuzzman Two was uh, working in Wall Street, and then Scuzzman Three. Your past was life baby. is named Scuzzman Two. <laughs> yeah. Was, okay. Yeah, that's that, that's uh, that's that's what I was named. Scuzzman two. Scuzzman two. Money never sleeps, right? That's what you said your okay. full name was. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was doing a lot of cocaine on those days and making money on Wall Street. On baby. those days. Okay. Yeah. Whoa. 
Eating better is easy with factors, delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, ready to go in just two minutes. Speaking of ready to go in just two minutes, Chef Kevin is here with his new show, The Chef Kevin Factor, where he creates fresh, never frozen meals. Now, this is different, Kevin. I just want to I just want to establish mm-hmm. it's none of this. Like, here's a like a pile of ingredients like this is the meal. The yeah, meal has the to be ready. It's not a meal. recipe. Mm-hmm. OK, this is the meal. You cook the full meal for us now, Kevin. Yeah. You don't just send us a bunch of stuff you had laying around in your cabinet. You're actually doing the cooking. And there are 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Which is this? It's a little bit of all of them. Okay. Okay, it shouldn't be. There are also more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. How many add-ons? And what are some of them? It's one big add-on, okay. and it's you on your bed. You're so tired after you eat my meal. The, ad- <laughs> the, the promise is the you, meal you, makes us sleepy. You've been pushing that so much. You're That's saying that you will be copy. added on to your to bed. To your bed, yeah. Your bed plus one. That's the opposite of what this is supposed to do. It's supposed to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all I know, give you a ton of energy. This they have like wrong. smoothies and things this like is that. Wrong. Reservation yeah. for two, me walking in my bedroom. What's the second? It's you and your bed? The bed. I guess Clippy. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat wherever you are. Pancakes, smoothies, and more. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. No, we didn't even. This is abs- This is not even up for consideration. So let's just hear what the actual meal. What was the was. food? I don't want to go to bed. It's very simple. It's one huge chicken nugget. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout. Every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash theboys50 and use code theboys50 to get 50% off. That's code theboys50 at factormeals.com slash theboys50 to get 50% off. Life can be ridiculous, but you know what's not funny? Getting ripped off. And Harry's agrees. Yeah. So what we want to talk sure about do. today with... Sorry, you said Harry's or Harry? I said Harry's. We, we always talk about Harry's first, and then we talk about you, Clean Harry, uh, who are sort of our new... Noted. Mascot, I don't know. Note for, taken. For this campaign. Talk about Harry's first. Okay. What we want to talk about is something funny that happened to you recently. Great. A ridiculous or fun situation that you we're in okay recently uh, that's the prompt and that'll take us into discussing the product particularly how great funny, the product funny is. to me or funny to just anyone i i mean do you you feel like there's a difference there like you yeah i mean i've had things happen to me that i suppose you would find funny okay but that you didn't find funny and and well, you have no, things, not really and you have things that have happened that you would find funny but the rest of the world would not yeah i guess i'm interested in that one that i would find funny yes but that others would not find funny you seem to think that you have like a specific taste when it comes to what's funny or ridiculous that is not. I ordered uh, um, like a scented spray for my pillow to help me sleep at night. Like a lavender scent. Okay. And uh, they, they accidentally sent me two. Okay. 
So you understand that most people would not find that funny or ridiculous, but mm-hmm. but you but you do. <laughs> I just had a, a little chuckle about the mix up at the at the shipping okay. uh, warehouse. <laughs> Harry saw customers getting screwed over by questionable That's overpriced, a come up. overpriced shaving products. Clean Harry on the come up. I decided to do something better. Instead of charging the same stupid high prices, Harry's found their own way to Double make be- scent bottle. beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of other big brands. Bogo, baby. Exceptional products, honest prices. I don't. Is there a Bogo as part of this? Because I don't want to be like talking about no, but uh, that's deals what happened. that aren't. No, uh, but I, Clean Harry Punk, actually Harry's, got two bottles. Buy one, get one. Their deodorant, their lotion, their body wash, their hair gel, all very high quality products. They all smell great. German engineer blades made in their own factory. They stay sharp longer. You get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash the boys. Highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry. No risk trial. Don't like your shave. No worries. It's on them. Getting ripped off isn't funny. Do you want to hear what happened to me that you might find yes, funny? Yes. Yes, sure. But that you didn't. Yeah. So you're attuned to, to this stuff. I got my foot stuck in the dryer at the laundromat and it somehow turned on. And you know that that was... Was something other people would find funny based on well the responses you were you were getting. A lot of people inside that laundromat seemed to find it pretty humorous when my legs started spinning around and flipping me over. <laughs> what happened was I was holding my laundry basket with both hands and I saw ooh still a sock left in the dryer. Mm-hmm. So I stuck my foot in and tried to pick it up with my little toesies. I wear sandals. Punk. And as I'm picking it up, I just sort of tripped and my foot got wedged in between. There's like slats in there and stuck inside there. And then I don't know who, somebody pushed the button or what, but it turned on and the thing starts flipping over and I'm flying in circles. Help, punk, help me, you punks. Are your clothes staying in the basket or are you going fast? No, no, no. I'm wearing all of them by the end of the cycle. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash the boys. That's harrys.com slash the boys for a $3 trial set. Hey, guys. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. You can see all your subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. The subscriptions are insidious. They're the scourge of our modern life, and you never realize what you're subscribing to or that you're still being charged. I know that I was about 19 dresses into receiving each one of the 27 Mm -hmm. dresses from the movie 27 Dresses before I found out how much it was costing that they intended to send me. By the way, this will shock you. 54 dresses if i did not cancel and i you know I you go, oh well, that one's got buys, an end point at buy least. like dress 14 15 i think it starts to become clear like these aren't the dresses oh no they were not from the movie they didn't resemble anything from the no. movie they were not they were either way too big or way too small for a human to wear yeah and one of them was a dressing yeah one of them was a was it, a fr- was a what, it was a vinaigrette. It was a raspberry vinaigrette. 
It was a French raspberry dressing. vinaigrette dressing. Ugh. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They have over 5 million users and have helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. And that was, I mean, just to be fully transparent, that $500 million was most of that was the the dresses well yeah i mean you're talking about hollywood memorabilia you're talking about like ornate gowns you know in some cases and so that was uh yeah that was costing me a lot a lot a lot stop wasting money on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash the boys that's rocketmoney.com slash the boys rocketmoney.com slash the boys as a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hollywood Amber. Let's talk. So it seems like you're you're I can you're in this nice room, you've settled down, you're patronizing. Old vending machines, like your financial situation has kind of changed. Do you want to talk about any new projects that you all are working on? Like as writing partners, that's what we've tended to kind of get into in the past with the two of you. What's nice is that with the money Scuzzman has kind of accumulated, we're able to self-fund, right? So this whole process with the studios and notes and trying to make our vision palatable to other people or explain it is just kind of over. I mean, the Scuzzman yeah. is kind of like what the the way the way it works now is we pitch it to ourselves and then Scuzzman goes, "Uh, green light." And then he flips on this this light that he thinks is green, uh, but I don't think okay. I don't think it's like It's because of his I sunglasses, more, right? It kind of makes certain <laughs> yeah. things yeah. look green. Through the shades they look green, baby. I mean, I gotta, I gotta yeah. have the shades making me see everything green, you know, in order to get so all, all in order to build the cash. Look green, okay. <laughs> yeah, hey. He walks around, he goes green light, green light. He's excited. Okay. Yeah. Well, I guess it's good that you have a you're in a relationship with someone who can drive. Yeah, in, like yes. in those situations. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten a lot of speed. Although they also, I guess, the dogs. Are specifically red green yeah. color Yeah, his old lady's so. got the same problem. Okay, that's, you also had that's a, something for the, the, you have in common. So that's nice. There was also a bit of a windfall when you sued Matthew McConaughey over his memoir title, right? Because green lights, you owned that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I can sue yeah. the pants off of that guy. Yeah, okay. and yeah. the shirt off him. He never wears one. Never. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah, thank so you proud of thank his body. Scuzzman for that, right? I get no thanks for that. Scuzzman has vowed he will not be the next governor of Texas. Scuzzman is going to make sure that that doesn't happen. Wow. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going wow. to Texas, and I'm going to stop him. And I'm going to. I might run a campaign against him. You know, in my past life, I was a. I was a governor as well. Okay, so the best campaign before. runners. Any specific <laughs> governor? Like they're all. Like, I tr- sort I tried of well to get known. Him to na- they must all he wouldn't be even on like, give Wikipedia me a state. And stuff. Okay. When we did the past life regression, he wouldn't say what state he was cagey. He goes, I, My people didn't elect me to rat them out, is what he said. 
Oh, wow. I'll be ratting them out just to say what state so they're from. What state you're currently the governor of. Can I ask, do you know, like, if as you're as Dom is talking to you and you're like past life regression, <laughs> yeah. are they like just kind of going through their day in the 80s or whatever that like suddenly Dom is talking to them from the future? Like, how does that work? Like, yeah, could that just like happen to could that happen to any of us? <laughs> oh, of course. I don't know. Dom's got to do it. You know, I guess Dom I'm talking to Dom right now. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it's really an interruption. It's an interruption. Like the first kind of five minutes of the past life regression is calming them down. Is calming sure. either Scuzzman three, four, two, uh, Scuzzman Prime, whatever it is that we, okay. whichever Scuzzman it is, we're talking to, and just kind of being like, "It's okay. I know you're not in the elevator anymore. You're here with me." And and if he gets too scared, he'll kind of say "time out," and and then okay. we'll kind of take a time out, and then he'll be or he'll be like, "Don't ask me that," or you know, stuff like okay. that. Okay. But once they find out that what I mean that really you you just are curious about this stuff that it wasn't even for like any anything that important it sounds like I wish I had something more urgent to kind of ask them about or convey to them but you're asking it's them really they're, just they're a check like in. pulling them out of their present day life to ask them about their dream dinner party their, for example yeah I'm asking their them like icebreakers basically yeah wow. Favorite color should be off the questionnaire. I've said this because yeah. it, it never really gets the, uh, all versions of Scuzzman. That's one mm-hmm. thing they have in common is they all like the same color. It is green. Okay. It is green. But but with our, I just want to put out your sunglasses are not actually green. I mean, <laughs> I, I know you don't know that, but they but they are. <laughs> They're like kind of bluish green. But I, no one would look at that and say that's green. I I've been told that they don't look green, but I see okay. green out of them. Okay. But with this, anyway, you were asking about future projects we have, and and with this kind of nest egg, the Scuzzman as greenlit, uh, mm-hmm. our latest project, which is a little more high concept, kind of in execution. Uh, it's a location based movie. Like we want to do a kind of wow. last movie we did was all we wanted to do was all at the beach, and we still kind of like this idea, and so. Uh, this year, we're making a movie at the Tokyo Olympics. Uh, we have the Tokyo a Olympics. whole story mapped up. Yeah. You yeah. both look like you're in hotel rooms, possibly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scuzzman right. looks a little more upscale. Are you in Tokyo currently? Uh, that's oh, yeah. right. Big oh, yeah. Time. You're b- Major- big time. Ma- okay. Majorly in Tokyo. And I don't want to get into <laughs> yeah. too much of the specifics of it because... Getting into the Olympic Village itself to film is no easy feat, especially, you know, and so we have to, a lot of the resources, the money has gone into just kind of getting in the door, so to speak. Okay, so this, uh, these Olympics, from what I understand, are, there are, there are no audience members allowed because no. of rising COVID cases. It's like a total disaster. Uh, so I would, yeah think that like more than usual like the presence of the two of you just like showing up would kind of stand out also i do i want to just point out that this that maybe you know this that this has been done before nick kroll made a movie at the winter olympics in, in 2018 that came out last year that was sold as the first movie ever made at the olympic village it was called olympic dreams so is this are okay. you gonna sell this as this 
the second what? movie ever. Oh, uh, yeah, I think you say it's the second one. You say, okay. hey, you've tried the rest. Now try the best. Okay. It, yeah. You know, we're not the first to do it, but we have improved on the formula. Uh, I'm curious, does it help or hurt that in a past life, Spellman was Richard Jewell? Because I guess you'd know your way around some of the Olympic stuff. It helps, but yeah. You, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Take a sip okay. of that Diet Coke. The, the, yeah, the sorry. Pepsi, yeah, seems <clears throat> to be Pepsi, sorry, yeah. coagulating inside your... <laughs> <laughs> sorry, my throat is closing up real bad. Um, yeah, it helps, man. You know, all every every Olympics is the same, pretty much. They pretty much have the same map. You know, the same sort the same of thing. Maps. The same you know, you got the same events and the same things. Like, oh, this is where the village is. You walk a couple steps, you're gonna go here, you're gonna see okay. swimming. Now that walk- if there's one thing that I would not expect Richard Jewell to say, it's that every Olympics are the same. He well, you know, I mean shit, I mean but that's what the guy thinks, though. You know, that guy. Okay. Hey, I, I'm going to trust the guy that was there, you know? He okay. was there. And that's and you. Bombed, you were and he. You were there. He this was in the 90s. <laughs> that was me. That was me. Yeah, yeah this is Scuzzman. This is three, three and a half Scuzzman. And, uh, three, and three and a half Scuzzman. Did you say he bombed it? <laughs> yeah, he bombed it. He was guilty. So you're, you, so you. This was You're the most confusing was past guilty. life regression we did. This was the one that was the most because it didn't come up until we saw the movie when we watched the movie okay. together. Okay. Then we did a past life regression. Scuzzman remembered he was Richard Jewell, but then I also don't think he watched the whole movie because I I know it was it was during his waking hours, so he was asleep for some of it, okay. and he, he I don't think he knew the kind of second half. Um. Uh-huh. And so, yes, I mean, in the kind of past life regression, he was, it was like a big confession. It was like, I did it. I fucking hated those Olympians. Like, I mean, there's a lot of okay. really kind of wow. vitriol. Mm. Okay. And now you're making a movie at the Olympics in like Tokyo. Redemption. What is, I mean, it's the Summer Olympics. You like, you love the beach. Is there like is it a beach volleyball like Olympic like is that like part of it or are you sort of moving on from that stuff? Oh yeah, we gonna have the beach for sure. We gonna, gonna have we the gotta beach. Have, okay, we gonna have yeah. the beach for sure. But <laughs> okay, we also but we also have other things, you know, because <laughs> I realize that I got to be more well rounded. I can't just stick to the beach. All the time. We've started to see the beach as a bit of a crutch. Um, okay. for Scuzzman and we want to right. kind of branch out but we want to nod give a nod to the beach so yeah. Okay. Yeah. do you want to is like that's already like, pretty specific but do you want to like dig into that anymore Scuzzman like you're saying that you will have the beach but you'll also have other things are there any more, more details oh yeah well we're gonna go into the village right Okay, we we, d- we that. have that. We do have we that. That was said, yeah. Yeah. We the number that. one movie to go into the Olympic Village. <laughs> and we hope people interpret and, that as many ways as possible. Okay. And then you you guys know what like what they got in Tokyo, right? They got oh, a lot of Come those, on. They got a lot of those like Zen gardens and stuff. Okay. You know? Okay. Have you seen those? Yeah, that yeah. I'm so got, relieved at 
they got that, that they got answer, sand. I baby. can't tell you. Yeah. Okay, sand. It's not Go always ahead. that. Yeah. Hey, I gotta stick to my brand, and it's sand. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm all. So it's a I'm, different so, kind of sand. So it's not the beach, but it is like a a rock garden or something. Yeah. Big yeah, sand. Yeah, 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 Big yeah. sand. So you you rake the sand. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we rake the sand. So we're gonna we're gonna check that out. Um, do they do they got soccer in the Olympics? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Maybe. I mean, I you're the one. You're at the Olympics. You're the one who told me all Olympics are the same, and you've been. We saw the national team with the soccer balls yesterday, Scuzz man. Remember? Oh right. You you stole their ball. You stole their ball, and they got pissed. (laughs) You you punted it onto the roof of the gym. Idiot. Those idiots. There was a gym. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the Olympic gym. He kicked it. He kicked the ball on the roof of the gym. And uh, and then they made us go up and get it down, and we were up there. There were so many balls. Come on, dude. Of course there's a gym. Okay. They have to work yeah, out. We're... No gym at the Olympic Village? Well, just like the gym is not just, I don't know. I Again, I'm not at the Olympics. <laughs> I, I'm uh, not either, but I'm not surprised to hear that there's a gym there. Yeah, I'm surprised okay. that Scuzzman stole the national team soccer ball and kicked it onto the roof, <laughs> and that then they went up there and got it, and there were other balls on top of the gym. That surprises me a little bit. That makes me wonder if, like, just how many coexistent past lives that, that, that there are for Scuzzman. If he's at all, maybe all these different personas kind of doing the same thing, like, over and over again. Well, he sleeps so much that we've started wondering if that's okay. when he's inhabiting these right. other lives. Okay. And that's when he kind of like like a movie we just saw recently, Fight Club. Uh, we just okay. kind of dug into that one, and that oh, was like yeah. a blew our minds a little bit with the kind wow. of structure. Okay, so you watch a lot of movies together to mm-hmm. kind of like inspire to, your movies. Yeah. And you're saying that you actually are using some of the stuff from Fight Club in your movie now. Yeah, a lot of the kind of like anti-materialism is making its okay. way in. Uh, Scuzzman's yeah. character uh, has a huge monologue about just like how he's not his fucking khakis and he's not his shirt okay. either and he's not his hat and he, he kind of you are not your bus all his clothes. So a lot of Scuzzman is you are not your sunglasses. You are not your bus. You know you <laughs> you, <laughs> you are not you are not your diet Pepsi. Yeah, it's no. like. You know, it made it feel a little more personal to me. I found it, you know, in the pages you sent, I found it a lot more effective even than the Fight Club one. But at its heart, the movie's kind of a romantic comedy, I think is how okay. we're starting to see it. Okay. Uh, it's, it's the Scuzzman and Olympian. The other movie was that as well. The Nick Kroll movie was... That was also yeah. the genre. I don't know if that's intentional or, or not, but that's what it was. No, that one's really not on our radar, I guess. Uh, okay. I mean... Yeah, I never even heard of it. I never even heard of that guy. You've never heard never of Nick heard Kroll? Of okay. No, never heard of him. No disrespect, but Scuzzman yeah. hasn't. It's just not in his orbit. Okay. Well, do, no. Scuzzman, do you want to talk about kind of what, ha- like, some of what happens in this movie? Like, what? Just All like right. a basic, so, a basic plot summary would be amazing. All right. Well, um, basically, uh, we're going into the village. And, okay, um, we that that we've <laughs> that we know. First of all, you yeah, mean, maybe well, you should that's say the start of it. It's you and, play multiple characters in this, okay, right? Okay, you like, play multiple you, characters. So uh, I play a runner 
I'm a I'm a Olympic a runner. runner. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Olympic runner. Um from America. And uh <laughs> I'm I'm trying to find um this other runner. I think they're I think they're from Japan. And okay. um I we met at the trial we met at the trials and we just okay. had a blast. We were just It's like, like a friend of his. Yeah. Yeah, it was a friend friend of mine. And you had a you like, had a really good time at the trials. Yeah, and... we were just like we were just like talking about how these losers are running and like we're like we're gonna beat them. It's like no big deal. Okay. And, Sorry, uh, I, yeah, I can't so- find them in the Olympic Village. They're lost. They're lost. So <laughs> a lot of it is me trying to find them, going through tents, going through like you know um, uh, cabins and stuff. Uh, just trying to find my friend. Sorry okay. to go back on this, but you... It just surprises yeah. me that you've never heard of Nick Kroll because you do play a bunch of characters and some of the, one of them is named like Buddy the Bottle Server and one of them oh, is yeah. named like Gil Fufan. And there was another one that you said, this one I'm probably not allowed to do anymore was in the stage directions. <laughs> And, and it was named like Fabies Fabies or something. Fabies like, Fabies, yeah. The, okay. So are these, and so I, I don't know. I, I actually thought maybe you were a big fan or something, just because like you're doing this romantic comedy in the Olympic Village, and you are playing characters that are, whether you know it or not, sound pretty similar to some stuff that he has done. And I, and it's not, it's not what you're describing the movie. Obviously you're talking about this runner who can't find the other runners, which that sounds like a really clean story. Um, you know, you have a very clear intention and obstacle. Obviously the intention is to find the runners. The obstacle is that you can't find them. Um, he doesn't know where they are. Yeah. And it gives you a great opportunity to do sort of your character superpower, which is to run and look for them. (laughs) But I, you know, you have these other characters as well. And I'm wondering how they fit in and maybe if I could even meet one or two of them, because it seems like, uh, they are going to be more fresh and more original than I originally, you know, than I had thought. Well, yeah, man plays this one Italian. Oh, oh, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you go ahead. I was just say, you, I mean, you play the, that, that one, (laughs) you play that one Italian runner, uh, the spaghetti spaghetti long legs yeah spaghetti spaghetti long legs hello i'm spaghetti long legs and i'm going around to all the tents and i'm doing this for them because also i want to entertain them as well as well as find that other runner that i'm looking for my friend um i have a fabies fabies okay Fabis Fabis He go like this. He talk yeah. Hey. Hey, 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 you. Hey. What you doing in my shoes? Like that. That's okay. Fabis. You might think some of the vocal choices sound What are similar, they doing to his when, shoes? Yeah. What, oh yeah. <laughs> wait, what's happening in that scene? Okay, yeah, let's back up. <laughs> well these well, it's just a bunch of teenagers and they're just like stomping on his shoes. And he's like, hey, don't you do that wow. to my shoes. Don't you do that to my shoes. I do this okay. in the movie. 
Yeah, uh, it sounds similar to Spaghetti Long Legs. Little like less of an accent, <laughs> but it's close. Yeah, all these characters have issues with their shoes. Um, Bobby, Bobby Bone, Bobby Bonal Service. Bobby <laughs> okay, Bonal that's service. changed since the script I read, but I know it was an old draft. Bobby okay. Bonal Service. Yeah, what's he? <laughs> what's he saying? He's like, uh, hey, get the fuck off my fucking property, okay? You fucking okay. idiot. And by He's property, fucking... he means his shoes, his shoes. from what I yeah. recall. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you can't just, like, you got to change it up. You can't just keep calling it shoes. He's like, get the fuck off my property. Um, So, uh, yeah, I go to I go to another tent, do that. Um. Uh, yeah, so this fucking guy. And so this it, is, I mean, you're at the Olympics, so it sounds like you've taken the opportunity to play characters of basically every race in order to, like, kind of address some of, like, these well, tension, you know. You're hoping for international sales, and also, yeah, yeah. you obviously want to kind of settle some of the tensions that have been rising over the past year or two, especially, like, reaching almost a fever pitch. and. I think it's a it's noble that you believe that this movie could solve it in your words. Mm-hmm. There's the, yeah. there's one scene where all these all the Scuzzman's characters are having one kind of big dinner and okay. they're kind of having this this uh, really kind of deep debate about some of this stuff. It's like a nice moment and a kind of otherwise funny, heartfelt, you know, romantic comedy. But then like all the various kind of nationalities uh, that yeah. Scuzzman is playing really break bread together. I think of an Olympic weightlifter starts flexing his muscles and then his mom starts saying Hercules, Hercules. And uh, I, I thought all of these, you know, different sort of moments of levity that you can find in the midst of a pretty impactful discussion uh, about, you know, some of the harms that have been done. I, I did like that you also tried to build in whether from an, another movie or not. I don't know if they are. Um, uh, no, just... that's all original. Okay. Okay, great. I just there, like the one. No, go ahead. I was to say the one kind of common ground that they find they all have is that none of them want people stepping on their shoes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's just sure. kind of like no matter what race, no matter how much money you have, no matter how fast you can run, you don't want people stepping on your shoes. Okay, and the fact that he's uh, running in a race as well is like it seems like there are mm-hmm. opportunities to like play. I'm sure that that's like territory that that you explored. What's the Scuzzman? What's the event that that uh, the the runner from America is is running in? He's um uh, the four four hundred meter relay. Oh wow! Okay, and, and he does every part. So he, he does it all four himself. parts of it. Okay. He does all four parts of it. He does the whole relay. I didn't I wasn't aware that was allowed, but it's that, pretty impressive. That happens and at he the has, end. And he does different characters while he's doing it too. He falls behind in the relay every time he hands off the baton because he has to do a quick change into okay. the kind of next outfit of the relay guy. But he makes up for it because he's got he's, he's so got fast. just blistering fast pace. To to okay. go back to the the dinner scene as well, like I, I you know because the I, some of the characters in the relay race are also at the dinner scene, and I do. I was curious about the reasoning, just whether 
I don't want to draw a direct comparison, obviously, to Sherman Klump or the Klumps, but I, I do think of runners as Olympic runners as as lean. And you did describe them all as having like, you know, big fat suits on and mm-hmm. and being you know, the he, just huge and and booking down the track, which is a thrilling visual, especially if they are as fast as you say. But I just I'm curious what why that is. Well, then it's just it's just much more interesting. I mean, come on. I guess it is you more know, interesting. Than I the see. I've seen skinny runners. For, yeah. Yeah. Sure. I haven't yeah. seen a Sherman <laughs> Clump type. Okay. Runner. Yeah. yeah I Everyone's don't... seen the runner without like a lot of weight to carry with their kind of nimble, like, you know, right. lean muscle mass and training. But what they haven't seen is what kind of Scuzzman's offering, which is, you know, that suit runs. And, and what does okay. that look like? And is it funny? So does does the American runner find his friend? Uh yeah, then he finds his friend and um Okay. And uh Band. uh they um they make sweet love, you know? Okay, they have sex. Yeah, they they do. <laughs> okay. And <laughs> we show it. Yeah. Okay, that's that happens we a have... lot in movies. You're you're sort of acting like <laughs> No, no, no. We're not afraid that... to show a sexual encounter <laughs> in this movie. Like we're okay. we're straight up going to do it, I think. And they might be undercovers a little bit, but you'll also see some kind of bare butt in there. Okay. And there's just, it we're just going there. Cuz no one wow. can I, us know. We're self-funded. I hope I hope that you do not have when we see the bare butt one of <laughs> Scuzzman's branded covid tests sticking out of the butt. Oh, as like a product placement. Of course. That oh, to me God. is that's gonna take me out of the film. It hey, really man. dates it as well. I hope, yeah. but I guess it dates it to the the twenty the Olympic. Olympics. I guess so. yeah. I guess that's true. It's dated to the Olympics that it's taking place during. Yeah, it's like a commentary too. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is what's taking place in this world. Like, uh-huh. let's not let's not forget what we all just went through. Yeah, and you know, in, in what sense is it a commentary? <laughs> Well, you know, like it's the COVID test, you know. Just no, I, yeah, yeah. No, I know, I know, like what's being shown on screen, but like, what is the comment that? Well, they do is? show it. Okay, yeah, we show that, it. that we show it, and we're like, hey, okay. hey, get, hey, guys, I remember, I did like, you the, remember, we went. It said it we. Okay, I, I guess a lot of movies. I never thought of it as a comment of movies that take place in the past to say like we remember this. I did like the dialogue right before where she says, do you have protection? Uh-huh. And you say, oh, yeah. And you take out a COVID test and stick it up your own butt. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and that and that just <laughs> that, that's trying to say, you know, we remember. And also, yeah. I'm getting to make a little bit of cha-ching. I'm getting a little make a little yeah. money off of it as well. You know, you paid your company you from the f- movie budget. You you right. moved that yeah, money you over that one test <laughs> and we're going to put a QR code up that you can scan and you can order some of the butt tests if you want, like while you watch the movie, uh, which I think will help drive sales too. Yeah. QR codes all over this movie. Is that something that Nick Kroll did? I don't think so. What else? What else? Language barrier. Was it language barrier? Wasn't an issue. You, you kind of snapped okay. right into that. Oh yeah. I, I could speak Japanese pretty well. You're fluent in Japanese. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well then, sayonara. <laughs> oh, 
Oh, shit. This guy's, man, you know what that means, right? Yo, uh, I means peace. Bye. <laughs> Normally just bye. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, just bye. Yeah. So that's, I guess that's us saying goodbye. <laughs> Hollywood Handbook. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>